<laughs> Sorry. Press to turn that on. Got a dry spell. Welcome to the Carl Experience, the place where you get to hear me gab and everything. Um, first off, I would like to go over some numbers. How about we go over the COVID numbers first? These were as of last weekend. These were as of uh, literally like a week ago. And we haven't gone up much since. Even if they say we have, we haven't really gone up that much. Now, all these numbers are pulled on the U.S. number, which is 300. U.S. total population number, which is 328 million. For Kansas, the Kansas numbers is 2.91 uh, million. And for, uh, then we have Central County population, 516,042. And as a comparison, somebody even made me do the New York. Somebody wanted me to do the New York numbers. So I'll be t quoting that just in case you're a little behind. But that's okay. And yes, as always, now I'm yes, I enjoy drinking during my podcast because it allows me to uh, keep uh, keep my uh, social lubricant going. Now, as y'all may have noticed, before I go into that, I'm, I'm still growing my beard out. And uh, we're in the hat. We're about to move, so next time you won't see stuff behind me. It'll probably be in my own room because we're moving to a two-bedroom. But anyway, <clears throat> here we go. And now, this isn't Miller like like the like this shirt might suggest. This is um, Ice House. But anyway, okay. U.S. population three hundred twenty-eight mil three hundred and twenty-eight million. Total cases of COVID or confirmed cases thirteen million, which is as of last Thursday, roughly three point nine seven percent. So we'll go ahead and round. The, as of as of this Monday, it was. Uh, 4%. So we'll give it that. <clears throat> deaths, COVID deaths, hit 263,000. Less than the population of Wichita, Kansas, which is over 300,000. 263,000, or roughly, if you go by population, <clears throat> instead of the last set of people who died, we are now at roughly... 0.07 to 0 0.08%. That's not even 1% yet. Less than 1% of the people who are getting this are dying. And I will include these numbers. Okay. Now, in Kansas, as I said, 2.91 million. Total COVID cases, 151,000, which is roughly about 5.2%. I didn't want to start zipping down the line with numbers because it would have been pointless and a waste of time for me. Next up, the deaths. The deaths, 1,503. This is for Kansas. And that roughly makes out to um, roughly 0.052%. That's one t one one hundredth of 1%. We're not even 2. 1% yet. <clears throat> total cases in the United States, maybe. Or total cases of COVID throughout the state. But as far as deaths, we're still well below the reach. Okay. 
Now, Central County, which is 516,042 people, the total COVID cases equal 27,000 people, which is roughly 5.2%. I didn't want to get these too exact. I got them down to like one one hundredth of a percent, I believe, but I wasn't going to get that. Sometimes it doesn't uh, round up correctly, but here. By 27,000 deaths out of 516,042 deaths, or out of the population, you know, the total amount of cases, 27,000, is roughly 5.2% of the 516,000. The deaths, there are 149 deaths. That's roughly uh, 0.029%. So, you're talking about substantially less than 1% that have died. Let's, let's put it in perspective. Locally, in this county, Central County, the death rate is at less than 1%. In fact, it's one quarter or one tenth of one percent. Next is the deaths in Kansas, which is point two uh point zero five two percent. So you're talking this is half of uh, half of one tenth, not even that, of one percent. We're talking really, really low stuff. Then we get to the deaths nationally. Which is 0.07 to 0.08. That's almost to being one tenth of one percent. Remember, we're not even in the percentage, we're in fractions of a cent. Now, as as a, a relative outlier here, because I wasn't told what area to concentrate on, the population of New York State is 19.45 million people. Total cases is 645,000, which is, you know, it's it's kind of high, but it's not that bad. And then deaths, there are 34,100 people that have died, at least that have been reported dying of COVID. Now, here's the kicker. Their total case rate is 3.32%. This is for total cases, not deaths, which puts them lower in total cases. Now, deaths compared to uh, compared to the population is at point zero one seven five. That's almost two tenths of one percent. And while it appears that we are being flash driven to a frothy boil in this oily bullshit known as COVID. We are being told to wear masks, even though almost every accredited test done, that was actually done correctly, failed to meet standard of proof when it came to masks actually stopping this. I mean, think about it, people. We have been in this pandemic insurgency for the better part of nine months, the time it takes to have a child, or to see a child from seed to birth. Now, with that having been said, there was a period where almost nobody was going out. Literally almost nobody was going out. 
for two damn months. Almost nobody was outside. Just as spring was coming, the weather was warming up. We all had high, we all had high expectations. And if everybody was wearing, everybody was trying to wear masks or find masks and all this other shit. And then it spread again because. Not it wasn't because we were, we were it's not because we stopped wearing the masks. It didn't matter if we were wearing the masks or not. Wearing the masks isn't going to stop the virus from spreading. Like for instance, about what four thousand people a day die of hunger and uh, hunger and starvation. About I don't know forty to sixty thousand people a year die of the uh, flu and various other ailments that they're going to get that happen and occur and this is a recurrence every fucking year. But but oh god, we can't we can't deal with that. I call shenanigans on that shit. I was wearing a mask and I noticed that after about five minutes of me breathing in it, I put my hand to cough. And I could feel my own breath coming out of that thing. And I wasn't munching on the mask. I had it, you know, as far as I could get it to go. I could still feel my own breath. And for all those all those of you saying, well, you weren't wearing the right mask. I'm not shaving to wear a fucking mask. So I'm sorry, but fuck you and fuck your pseudoscience. Your pseudoscience is a bag of... Dog shit lit on fire and left on my porch. And now those of us who didn't ask for this and who shouldn't have to wear masks, we're all wearing masks. And I, y'all may hate me, but I'm to the point of now we're literally only trying to save old people. Like there are so many decrepit old people in nursing homes. Our name, our nursing homes, and <coughs> some every few years get filled to capacity. And then some weird thing happens, and a, a bunch of them die, and we're all butthurt. It's 80 years old; they've had their chance. I mean, when my grandma died, well, yeah, it was sad, but I'd been preparing for that for five years. I shed some tears, I drank some beer, moved on with life, and that's what it's supposed to be about. I got rid of that stupid notification. <clears throat> now. What we're being led to believe is that we're trying to save everybody. No, we're trying to save the old people. These people who work for years and years and years, and uh, they spend six years working, and then, oh, I can retire now. Uh, go to a retirement home, more like, no, I need to spend time with my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Some of these people have grandchildren in college and have kids of their own. You don't need to start to start thinking about, where you can now spend your day. If you spend that much time working, just go to work and die there. I know that may sound wrong to some of you, but I really don't give a damn. Let's put it this way. <clears throat> if I had to trade my own mother's life for my daughter being able to go back to school right now, because right now we're in, we're in uh, lockdown, distance learning, until January 11th. Would I give up my mom's rights... For, uh, for her life, to give my daughter the life she needs? Yeah, I would. And I, I'd like to think that my uh, mom would willingly give that up. She'd be scared of death, as everybody should be. 
or a lot of people are. <clears throat> but at the same time, my mom's lived for six decades. My daughter hasn't even lived hasn't even lived one. And this is the second school year that's been marred by this. School closed down early, I guess, uh, last, uh, earlier this year, and uh, towards the end of the uh, regular school year. I call shenanigans. I say to hell with uh, the, the, the uh, concerns for an 80-year-old person who... And I've run into several old people that are like, well, I haven't done this yet. I haven't done that yet. You're 80. You're never going to do some of these things. Unless you're rich, you're never going to do some of these things. Now, I find it remarkably funny the way this has all panned out. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of this mask, uh, mask mandating bullshit. I'm not a fan of uh, the people who say that masks actually save lives when there's next to no credibility to back that statement up. I know I've done the, I've looked up the efficacy of the masks. I've done the, uh, I've done the uh, transmittability uh, of the virus. I've already done that, done that months ago. If you guys, had, if you guys are listening to me on, uh, I think it was Anchor, I might have started doing YouTube back then. But I stated what the facts were about masks. Everybody's like, well, now you're going to have this double layer. It doesn't stop the virus. <clears throat> the virus is man-made. It was made in a lab in Wuhan, China. And then it got into a bat. It was injected into bat, a bat. The bat escaped the lab it was in. Yes, I've actually done the research on this, so don't think of me some weird anti 9 conspirator or some bullshit like that. I'm not a tinfoil-wearing retard like Alex Jones. But I think it's bullshit that we're all consigned to wear masks to save the older generation. Now, on the news the other day, or was it yesterday, I heard about a one-year-old dying of COVID. I'm not sure if that was completely COVID right there. But I feel bad for that kid. That kid didn't was a year old. And died of COVID. That I can get behind. <clears throat> that kid should have buried, buried their parents, not the other way around. You don't feel like, the, if you don't feel that that's a proper way, that's your own volition, and I'd say fuck off to you. If you don't have kids, you can't. If you if you don't have kids, and you don't have respect for an already born child's life. Then I don't know what to tell you. And no, I'm not. I'm not anti-abortion. I'm pro-choice. Just in case you're wondering. Now, next up, since I got the uh, COVID bullshit covered, and uh, oddly enough, Dr. Fauci will stay will retain his position in the Biden White House, which, according to Fauci and his uh, pseudo scientist. Uh, volitions at this point we will now we will probably be on lockdown for at least another year because Fauci doesn't want zero transmittability zero transmission and he figures this thing will vanish it's not going to vanish like that get expo my, my best suggestion is get fucking exposed last time I checked the survivability rate of COVID was 99 point oh, 99 point 
zero nine three at worst. That's at the worst. <clears throat> and that's judging by uh, that's going by everything. I mean, if you compare the if you compare the number of deaths to the number of total cases. And then compare that to the population. The numbers look big, but they're not very impressive when you actually boil them down to actual population size instead of the last couple of retards who died from COVID. Personally, I say, fuck it. If you're old, put your ass in a nursing home. If it spreads and kills everybody, well, and most of those people are 70, 80 years old, okay. Screw it. I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. For my daughter, I'm willing to fucking sacrifice my own mom. So how's that for you? That's a reality check. Next up, online learning. Online learning, in this case, is uh, something of a misnomer. My daughter got a laptop and a, a portable hotspot to do her schoolwork. <clears throat> and I have no problem with it. The only issue I have is the fact that classes... I found out today that the kids have uh, breakfast... ...between 7.50 and 8 o'clock. Okay, and then, get this, they have breakfast at 10.30 in the fucking morning. They just had breakfast, now you're going to give them lunch. They don't eat the rest of the fucking day. The rest of the god day. That's six hours. What I, put, I, always thought, I always thought my uh, daughter was just having issues, and then I found out they're giving her, her lunch at 10.30 a.m. Not even nursing homes do lunch at 10.30 a.m. <clears throat> and... Now it's become so inanely retarded. I mean, my daughter, me personally, I'm an advocate for my daughter. And when she comes home, I'm hungry. And then I found out, when I found out today, they've been eating at 10.30 in the morning. They've been eating lunch at 10.30 in the morning. And they go the rest of the day, and then they just let them go the rest of the day with everything they're supposed to do. They eat, then they go play, and then they're, yeah, of course you're not going to have any fucking energy. If you're a small kid, you're sucking energy up, you're going and playing with it, and then when that energy runs down, oh, it's time to learn. No. The kid doesn't have any energy to learn with. They're exhausted. My daughter, when she's trying to do her homework, was having difficulty, and now I understand why. She was being deprived of proper nutrition in school. I mean, yeah, they're doing well for the four, uh, for the four fucking hours they're in school that they have food in their stomach. But why are our kids being starved? It doesn't make any fucking sense. And yes, we've already... I've, I've told my wife that um, we need to send an email to the teacher because at 11 or 12... At, letter, at 11 or 12, we can do whatever and feed her at home if we're going to remote distance. But I'm sorry, but why the hell should my kid eat two hours after she just had got in breakfast? She eats breakfast, she's not even hungry yet, and you're feeding her again, and then she has to go that whole day, the whole rest of the day, six hours without any food. I gotta call BS on that. Plus, my daughter loves to interact with other kids. She's a very social butterfly. And if my kid starts to suffer from what she was suffering from before they made it, uh, before they uh, uh, made it good on uh, getting her into school. And yes, I will pursue legal action. I'm not going to see my daughter pragmatized by the system because of a bunch of fuckwits who don't know what the hell they're doing. 
and everything. Like back when I was a kid, they when we asked why we got, only got to eat at noon because it was scientifically at that point it was scientifically proven that if we have if we eat and then we go to school and then we eat halfway through the school day, we'll have food to get us all the way through. We did pretty well, but just whatever this crap is of feeding elementary school kids at ten thirty in the morning and then expecting them to work all the way till three at high efficiency is bullshit. Okay, enough of my meandering about that. Cross that off. Next, we have Jenna Ellis, who four years ago wrote a scathing tweet, I believe it was a tweet, a scathing tweet about Republicans and following Donald Trump. I believe it to be a correct assertion in all shapes and forms. They don't normally, Republican uh, Republicans who are backing Trump, uh, don't do so out of uh, morality or... Uh, character backup because of his policies. You can claim his policies are nice and good and all that for you, but they're not. But um, this chick, Jenna Ellis, wrote a skating t- uh, wrote a skating tweet four years ago, and now, ironically enough, she is in- on the power on the on the uh, elite power team of lawyers defending Trump. So she drank the poison Kool-Aid from which she uh, from which she pled. <clears throat> I personally think that she needs to be removed. And if she says, "Well, I grew up and realized that my uh, that my ideals were wrong," no, her ideals are right in the first place. Trump has proven time and time again that he doesn't have to have reason behind him. He just needs to be popular. Not even popular with the right people. Because I consider, like, the evangelicals, I consider them to be evil. These are people who wear ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 silk suits. While the people they're collecting from are retirement or pension collectors. Now, if you honestly back that, uh, fuck you and join, uh, open your eyes to the rest of America. Now, Finally, as uh, I let off a rant on on Facebook yesterday, I'm going to let one off here, about the Ellen Page, who now is Elliot Page. Oh, God. And after this, you won't hear about this crap again unless she does something really stupid. Ellen Page uh, has now become a transgender man, or is calling herself, not himself, a transgender man. Stars in a new Netflix series as a girl, as a lesbian girl now. And if a guy had, if a male had tried to pull this shit off, he'd have been fired for being a privileged white male. But Ellen Page, because she's Canadian, gets away with being a trans, a trans man who now wants to be called Elliot. And wants her whole history backwashed to match. We don't live in 1984 and George Orwell is not our, our, our narrator. Fuck you. Yes, I just flipped the camera off. If you want to live in that kind of society, go ahead. But I'm not going to live in, this, in an escapist society where the entire world alters its past. Just to appease one tiny, uh, one, uh, tiny gender-confused 
generic, geri- not geriatric, but certainly dim-witted, woke actress from Canada. And this talk of her, uh, her automatically being called a man, no, a trans man, I'll, I'll give her trans man, okay? I'll give her that. But saying her name's now Elliot, and saying that she now has to be called by him, and everybody's going to follow suit, you still have a vagina. You still have boobs. Chop that up, get a wanger, we'll call you what you want. It just infuriates me, because all of a sudden now, all of media is following this. Well, he starred in Juno as a pregnant girl. No, he didn't. She did. And just to remind you, Ellen Page came out of the closet and was afraid of being blacklisted by Hollywood, which it didn't do in epic fucking fashion six years ago. She thought she was taking a risk. She wasn't. Got married to another lesbian after coming out as a lesbian. And now wants uh, wants to be identified as a male. And... I was listening to Ben Shapiro last night, and he shared similar connotations of what I was already thinking. It's like, okay, all of a sudden you look up Ellen Page, and Elliot Page shows up. Okay, so we're all just going to whitewash the entire history of Ellen Page because she's offended by being called a she? I say, fuck you. I really do. I, I'm under the point now where if the pre, where if anybody's like, you need to call her Elliot. Well, in that case, you need to suck my dick. I'm sorry, she still has a vagina. She's not going to get a, a, the title of guy. I'm not going to call her, hey, mister. It's, hey, missus. She is married. She is a she. She has a vagina. Now, if she wants to be called a trans man, I get that. I get that. I'll grant you that. But I'm not going to capitulate because one Canadian actress has a woke fucking moment again. She was on a series a while back about sexuality and sex, and yeah, somehow went from that... Well, it's okay for guys to be hitting on chicks in Asia because they do it all to know. It's because they're fucked in the head. These are people who wear masks all the time, too. Now, what I want to finish it with is we do not live in an, in an Orwellian society, such as what's written in 1984. And I'm not, ex- I'm not totally excited about a new lockdown because... Biden isn't going the proper path. I mean, honestly, people, we're living in, a, in an age of pseudoscience where Ellen Page can say, hey, I'm a man now. You need to call me by my male name. You still have tits. You still have a vagina. You still have eggs. You still have a womb. Then you ain't a man yet. You can be considered a trans man if you want to dress and act like a guy. Just like the whole shit, bullshit about uh, Candace Owens calling out uh, Harry Styles for wearing a ballroom gown. And saying it was rather liberating, breaking a gender norm. And personally, I see it as a fucking hysterical, hysterical, unbelievably funny fucking rip on, Amer- on worldwide culture. 
<clears throat> and cultural norms. I actually appreciate the thing. But Candace Owens is saying, we need to bring manly men back. Okay, well, this coming from a popular black conservative Republican female who, if you only listen to her show and never seen a video or a picture of her, you would never know, in fact, that she was black. And to call out somebody who's simply expressing themselves in that fashion, hey, if he wants to take one, if he wants to take a set of photos and a dress, fuck it, let him. He's a singer-songwriter. He, he owns that genre, okay? Candace Owens thinks that the entire world needs to be conservative. And I found out that Ben Shapiro is... Well, he's a bit of a flip-flop. He's a bit of a pancaker. If you don't... If he doesn't like... If he personally doesn't like what you do, doesn't match his views, he'll say caca poo poo If he likes it, yay, yay, hooray, keep going. Okay, I get that it's an opinionation thing, and he is not... He wouldn't be... I wouldn't classify him as, a, as an objective reporter of anything. I would consider him uh, an editorial-style reporter. He adds his own spin to shit, too. Just like Candace Owens does. <clears throat> I don't hate uh, Ben Shapiro. There are episodes of his show that I do not... I get, we get past, I get to a certain point, and I'm clicking off on that thing, because he's not making a hell of a lot of sense. And then there are times where I'm listening to Tyler, uh, Brian Tyler Cohen, and I click off on that if it doesn't make any sense to me either. And you, if you're if you're Democrat or Republican, I don't care which one you are, and you're arguing that their view is right, no, their view isn't always right. They're wrong. They're fallible. They're phallic in their arguments. And now we need to be we need to remember what it is to be Americans. It's you're allowed to be like me. Uh, you're allowed to be an independent or apolitical, if you want to call it that. I'm. I like to think I'm political, but in a neutral sense, because I vote for whoever the fuck I think could do the job better, and I watch body language more than I listen to the words. I can go back and listen to the words anytime I want. The body language tells so fucking much. We're allowed to be Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, Green, Communist, uh, Socialist. None of these parties is illegal. None of them. None of them. Hey, look at the story of Trumbo. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. Learn something. It is exacerbatingly annoying that people are like, well, we only have room for Americanism here. Or you hear from the uh, the, lef the uh, leftist extremists who are, well, we're Antifa, and we need the system to f uh, fail completely in order to start building anew. So some gender-confused shitheads and some really fucked up uh, ideologies about peace, light, and harmony can be achieved? No, it's not the way you're going to do it. Or conversely, you get the rightists who are like, well, we need Americanism. You need to be white-armed and ready to vote. No, we don't need that kind of stupid shit either. You could say it would be more conservative of me to go towards the middle. 
but we need every time we keep a conservative value in the system, we need to promote a progressive idea, a liberal idea. We can't stick to the Bible all the time. The Bible isn't what wrote the Constitution. And even if God-fearing men did write the Constitution, they didn't intend for it to be interpreted as biblical right. And for those who are like, well, they, inten they intended for the Bible. No, they, they said there should be a separation of church and state. It says so in, in there. Now, most conservatives, Democrat, and uh, mainly on the Republican side from what I can see, will say, well, we got to go back to the Bible. No, we don't. You need to unwrestle the unfurled shit from the Rust Belt and the Bible Belt. And every place where people say, if you're unholy, you're going to go to hell. Show me the proof that somebody, somebody has gone to hell. Show me the proof. And it's not that hard. We need more of a balanced mix, and I think we need a third candidate president. Which, sadly, won't happen this time, but maybe next election, I don't know. I'm thinking about starting a new wave after the inauguration. And for those of you who think that uh, there's still evidence of massive fraud, I hate to tell you this, but <clears throat> there's really not. This mountain of evidence was blown like a bad fart in the wind into a pile uh, that would fit in a thimble. A few affidavits claiming massive voter fraud isn't going to make massive voter fraud happen. Um, for instance, they had affidavit after affidavit after affidavit got turned down by a Pennsylvania judge. Then the, Democrat, then the Republicans want to have this colonel, cybersecurity colonel, come in and take an independent look at the uh, Dominion voting machines. After the owner and CEO of Dominion and a separate independent investigator took a look and found nothing wrong. In fact, they found everything right. So, in this argument about uh, the reason a lot of the arguments got thrown out was because, Republic, uh, because rightist Republicans are like, well, we need somebody to see this stuff. You had somebody there, yeah, but they were too far away. You don't get to sit in the person's lap while they're counting the votes. You don't get to be up their nose while they're while they're counting the votes. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. You wanted that to happen? Well, you're honestly hoping that something will change. And in fact, in the better part of these cases, Joe Biden has actually gained votes from this shit. Gained votes. Now, if you've been listening to OAN, Newsma uh, Newsmax, and doubtless probably a couple other different uh, webs uh, websites that are purporting to be conservative news, I'm sorry, listening to Giuliani rant, rant for an hour about massive voter fraud isn't listening to news. It's listening to an old man to pedantically fucking claim that massive voter fraud, which is which has been uh, which has been unverifiable at this point, to happen. It's well, these people cheated. There's massive rampant. This is a conspiracy. No, that's called being a sore loser, Giuliani. That's what it's called. <clears throat> now, if it had been my choice, I would have voted for.
I would have gotten uh, Joe Jorgensen in the White House because then you wouldn't have to wait on an old doddering fool to fucking die, and you wouldn't have to worry about old Cheeto Head. Yeah, I'm going to call them both by the nicknames now. Doddering old fool and Cheeto Head. Why not? If you'd have voted for Joe Jorgensen, automatic woman president. No waiting around for anything. Automatic first down woman president. I was kind of excited about that point myself. Now, I need to do more research on some of her policies, considering now the internet is not flooded with bullshit. But, um, I am honestly flabbergasted by everyone. Democrats are saying, well, just get over it now. Same thing that the Republicans said when Donald won. Just get over it. He's the president. The vote is not yet certified, even though it will be shortly. And according to all the conspiracy nuts that I know, they're saying the Republicans are trying to get pro-Trump electoral uh, people into the college, which, as far as I know, is illegal. I could be wrong, but I think it's illegal to do that, to replace people in in the electoral college. That's why when people in the electoral college are like, well, we had to vote this way, we pledged our vote before it happened, then you technically should be kicked out of the uh, electoral college. You're not allowed to pledge your vote to a candidate before the electoral, the electoral college can, uh, intervenes, which is after the general election or the popular vote. That having been said, Trump is most likely going to be a one-term president. Judging by the massive uh, flip-outs on court cases and judges turning him down left and right, I mean, everybody's like, well, he's going to get into the Supreme Court where he's going to be overturned. For such a high-end legal team, why didn't they fill out any of this shit by themselves? You've got the A-team lawyers striking for the president. And, in case some of you didn't know, the president is using the, has used the Department of Justice to spearhead things he wants to end. Like, he went after, uh, he went after Hunter Biden and, there go, and Joe Biden, by extension. <clears throat> And now they're, uh, apparently they're after Hunter Biden and out to get uh, Joe Biden uh, impeached or some shit so that he's no longer eligible, uh, eligible to be president. They already did that. The Justice Department already went after him and found nothing. So guess what, people? Anybody's like, well, Joe Biden, uh, no. They, they didn't. Otherwise, Joe Biden wouldn't be able to run for president, you jackasses. Come on, use your brains. Ugh. Now, that's an appeasement. Some of you have uh, debated me on on Facebook and Facebook Messenger. And I've probably lost one or two listeners, but at this point it really doesn't matter. Almost nobody listens to this anyway. That's why I can cuss and drink in my own podcast. Because I don't give a shit and it's not made for kids. Now, with respect to everything I've said, when I when I when I 
hand somebody a win on, a, on an argument? Usually it's because the logic is fairly easy to see. And yes, I know there are people who would disagree with me and fucking point out endless fucking points of contention that they think are logical, that they think are logical, but are actually illogical as shit, and the logic fails when put under scrutiny. I'm not saying you're wrong from your perspective. To you, you sound, in, I'm sure, pretty sure to you, it sounds intelligent and lucid. But for the rest of us who don't share your exact perspective, we are going to see your argument as phallic weak and slanted, even partisan. And I, apo- I apologize if that offends any of you, but the time for apologies is kind of hit an impasse where it's like, okay, what's more important, debating or being right? I can debate and disagree. That's what I do. I, even if I don't like the opinion you're giving, I still listen to it. And you should give me the same weight and respect as I give you. Like, I'm sure shit that uh, I lost a few YouTube video uh, viewers from the video two videos back. Probably lost a bunch of uh, viewers or whatnot, but I don't care. Certain truths are self-evident, and if you're just... If you're just a poll-marking bitch who, who needs to hear their opinion expoused out of several mouths all at the same time, then honestly you don't have an opinion. That means you want to be coddled. You want to be insulated with your own opinion. That's not what we're built on. We're built on difference of opinion and being able to voice those opinions, being able to debate, and being able to come together and elucidate each other. We're there to enlighten each other. Even if we don't agree, we can still get together. Like, I've got a few people on Facebook. I don't like their opinion. They're damn well allowed to allow, uh, They're damn well allowed to air it. And then on occasion, I pop up, they get pissed off. But we have a nice little debate. Uh, and usually they stay pissed off at me for a couple weeks, but I have an opinion. And I'm going to express it. If you say no, if you say rant coming, I probably won't say anything at all. If you just say rant, because if you're ranting, like I post issues when I go on a rant, that means it's not up for debate. That's how I feel. That's raw. <clears throat> but for the rest of you, <coughs> remember that when I debate you or hand somebody else the victory, it's based on what I've seen, read, and been exposed to. You may not like the fact that I handed it you uh, that I handed a victory to uh, somebody you're arguing with, and you can do the same to me. You can say, "Okay, you clearly you lost this one," and I can disagree with you. That's the point of uh, of uh, political discourse in this country. We're allowed to talk about it, even if we don't like it. Believe me, I talk to plenty of people who are slanted so far one way or the other. That it's not even funny, but that's the point of America. We all need to get along. We all need to stop acting like our opinion is the only fucking opinion that counts. We as an entire country need to listen to ourselves. To find that more perfect union. Because you can't shake hands with the fist. You have to open your hand. You gotta open your hand. To shake it. If you want to cast a stone, you have to open your hand. To do it. You can't just kick a, kick a rock and hope to God it fucking does something.
Now, without having been done said, me wasting almost 45 minutes of your day, which hopefully you'll enjoy this for, I want to give a huge shout-out to Robert Hawley, uh, Laura Witham, who probably isn't watching this these videos anymore, but give her a shout-out, uh, Sprout, uh, Sean Hamilton, uh, I'm going to be clipping John... Rickard in this one. I might do my niece too, just just to irritate her. Um, my wife, today is her birthday. Happy birthday, dear! She probably won't ever watch this. But, uh, yeah, Sam Rowe, and let's see, I know I'm forgetting somebody else. Who else am I forgetting? I don't know. But, my next podcast, well, I'm going to try to do talk about polyamory. And that'll be posted in a group I belong to, so I'll get more viewership. So have fun, so we break the fifty-five minute, break the forty-five minute mark. Peace.